Well, folks, if you haven't booked your holiday travel yet, you may want to wait till after we discuss this next film. Let's get into it. Welcome, everybody, to FYC Film Review. I am your host, Ghani, and with me, my partner in crime, the Nall Dog. What's up, man? How's it going? Ah, my heart rate after uh, this this travel <laughs> story, this buddy road trip movie, if you will. Okay. Yeah. All right, but it's so good. Um, 1987. We went yeah. back to the 80s on this one. And we hit on our, our old buddy who we've done a little deep dive once before on an old, old episode of um, Deep Cuts, FYC. If you haven't checked it out, John Hughes is his name. And well, yeah. 80s films are his game so they are and i'm gonna add a link somewhere over there next to chris i think that's where he's at or somewhere there so click on that if you want to see our john hughes deep dive episode so 1987 planes trains and automobiles have you seen this before yes oh you have oh yeah Yeah. okay was this your first viewing first viewing what first wow wow okay interesting i had never seen this no uh, but 1987 rated R, a runtime of 93 minutes. That's how I love my movies. 93 minutes. Perfect. Yeah. Feels what? like it. Feels like it to me. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to start just say this is one of my least favorite John Hughes films. So, oh, okay. Uh, oh. Rated R, though, interesting, because yes. he really didn't do rated R films. Um, yeah. I think most of his were PG-13. So, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of was waiting for the, like, the moment, because I didn't realize it was until there's that one scene where all Yeah, we'll the call that out. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but good still. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, even okay. the worst John Hughes to me is still a John Hughes movie, and it's filled with heart and emotion and comedy and music good music generally yeah yeah um and it stars you know the legend steve martin and another legend john candy who i am just going to go out and say it i am going to put john candy on our mount rushmore right now right here right now that guy is just a legend and he's great and this is actually our second john candy movie believe it or not oh first mm -hmm. steve martin second john candy that's right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to doing more John Candy films. Yeah. He gets an honorable mention for sure on, on, on our hall of FYC fame. Um, we're calling it different things every week, folks. Don't, don't get on us. <laughs> hey, don't ask. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He, he's just one of those guys. Where he just, he gets on screen and you instantly smile and it doesn't matter what he's doing. That's right. You know, yeah. Uncle Buck or Barf. He's, he's absolutely fantastic. He's a sweet guy. I think he just comes across as this likable guy. And I, I don't know, like he's a, he's a presence. I mean, he's yeah. a big guy, but on screen, he knows how to act. He knows how to be funny. And he just, I don't know. He, he steals a lot of the scenes and I, I like him a lot. He's just a really likable guy. So rest in peace, John Candy. Yes. Um, so let's get into it. So you said this is not your first viewing, right? Not, but it's been a while. It's probably 15, 20 years. You know, it's one okay. of those movies you remember that you saw, but you don't remember every detail. Yeah. Um, but do you remember Kevin Bacon? <laughs> I didn't. Not, not at all. The Baconator. Yeah. The Baconator. Um, not his only, uh, not his only Hughes film. He, she's having a baby was, I think, uh, after this, but I don't know if he was just friends with him or auditioned him, but yeah. Where did he popped up in the beginning of the movie? Yeah. I don't either. Like we, we started watching, I was watching with my wife and I looked at him like Kevin Bacon's in this movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you're like, where? When? I don't even remember. Yeah, what character? But yeah, he's just in that film. He was just racing Steve Martin to get the cab. So we get a we get a fantastic cameo by Kevin Bacon, a really, really young Kevin Bacon. So that was that was a good surprise. Really good surprise, I thought. Yeah, something you can sneak in next time you're playing six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Mm, Completely forgot that he was in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I also noticed, and if tell me if you did as well, but who does Steve Martin's son is played by um, a young uh, Matthew Lawrence of Boy Meets World fame. And yes. The younger brother to Joseph Lawrence. From that's Boston. who I thought it was, Joy Lawrence at first. I'm like, that's yeah. not Joy Lawrence. That's Matthew Lawrence, Correct. who was on Boy Meets World, right? Is that him? Yeah. 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 The same. One of the same. Yeah. <laughs> One of those guys. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, right off the bat, we get Del Griffith, who's played by John Candy. And uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Steve Martin's name. Uh, uh, oh my god um neil neil page neil, there you go yeah. neil page yeah and neil page is trying to get home to his family and the airports are all closed and he befriends john candy and that's how the fun ensues uh and it's like you said it's a travel it's a it's a buddy travel comedy where all hell breaks loose where nothing's working every type of transportation breaks down and these two guys are kind of forced to get along so it's a they play it really well yeah, the, the, the biggest thing I noticed in this movie was like travel has become so much easier. I mean, a, a flight being canceled, um, you know, your your rental car company, not whatever it is, like it's become <laughs> so much easier. I mean, I just I can't imagine standing in line for a payphone to try to call a hotel, like calling operators, like just not having the access yeah. that we have now. We are so spoiled, so I spoiled. I, I mean, these, these guys were only trying to get from New York to Chicago. Like I know you could do that easily now like in so many modes of transportation on from your phone it's just we're, we're very lucky in that yeah regard. the long lines just to get on a payphone right Ugh, the, <laughs> the long lines are gonna and because this was an 80s movie you just take notice of everybody smoking everywhere yes. <laughs> it was like what oh man on the, and plane, the restaurant the cabs, yeah. it just yeah. yeah oh it's yeah absolutely <laughs> like it it all just the whole movie honestly yeah it's it's interesting john candy yeah. has the entire film john candy yeah he smoked the whole film but um but yeah it's an 80s movie so you can have to get used to that uh the the one scene i want to call out right away was the hotel scene when they're forced to share a hotel bedroom the first the first night and and steve martin is fed up with john candy and he just starts berating him and saying you're dumb and all this and he goes if you were you're like a chatty chatty kathy it's a string dog I'm like, wah, wah, wah. and john candy just sits there and takes it right he just sits there and takes it he goes i like me i know who i am I, i'm i'm a good person and i just thought that was like one of the best moments of the film because hmm. you kind of see the heart in it right away and you see where john candy's heart is and you see where uh steve martin's heart is so i like that scene a lot it was a really good scene through in this comedy movie so i like that scene a lot the only problem I have with that scene was the score. Like, oh, it's the '80s, man. It's so '80s, yeah. and it's so it was really awkward because I don't know. I it made me feel. I guess maybe I was supposed to feel uncomfortable because he does <laughs> get light into John Candy. And you're like, wow, this guy's a dick. Yeah, like he's 
he's just not a good person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care how much you want to get home to your family. Like he's just, he just treats this guy like dog shit the entire movie. Most of right. the, not the entire movie, but most of the movie he does, you yeah. know, until he starts to realize the error of his ways. But Steve Martin's hot, tough to like in this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he is. Just, he just comes across as such a prick. <laughs> like what did John Candy do other than, you know, try to help you along? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, John Candy is overbearing, right? So sure. we've all know people who are a little bit overbearing. We can get annoyed with them. But the way Steve Martin treats them is just like, wow, wow. And usually a lot of the movies that Steve Martin plays, you like Steve Martin. So this one, he was kind of played the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was neat seeing that. And then, of course, you get the morning after where they're they wake up and John, they're spooning together, not knowing that they're spooning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and John Kenny's kissing his his ear. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, okay, I'm gonna love this movie. It's so I, great. <laughs> I, I laughed at the like the machismo like thing they need to do after they're all shaking it off and like, you see that game last night? Yeah. You know, they're like, like, oh yeah. Oh, oh. Embarrassed. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Uh, it that that scene's played very well by by both of them. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, another scene I really liked was was the bus scene when they're they're getting on the bus because the train that they're on <laughs> just breaks down and they're all singing a song and uh, they somehow end up singing the Flintstone theme song. I thought that was just a cute moment. Really good, fun stuff. I just had a smile on my face this whole movie, man. This is Some, a good movie. Yeah, something I feel like only John Candy can get away with. You're like, he's singing the Flintstones. So like you yeah. almost probably, I'm sure the audience started singing the Flintstones when they were <laughs> watching this movie too. Yeah, yeah um yeah and I, I there's just something about john candy you know they're like when they're in the car like in my background but this is before i think it's before this the car is gets burnt <laughs> right and gets destroyed yeah. he's just singing and dancing and and steve martin's asleep and it's just like three minutes of john candy just having a good time driving the car laughing and smiling i just thought man this this is so good that is a good scene that the car scene yeah is probably one of my favorites because as they're going into the the tailspin and crashing like and steve Martin's like waking up and he sees like him as the devil and he's just like <laughs> he's laughing and like steve Martin's freaking out and it, uh that's a, that is probably my favorite scene i like how the car still works after it's burnt <laughs> that's where i got it just come on like really like that's where I'm like, they shouldn't have been driving the car. Like, but it still worked. <laughs> it still, still worked. worked. If your it car ex- was on fire, who put the car out? I don't know. Exactly. No one but, was even around. It was just burning. But it was snowing, so maybe the snow put it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> no? Uh, sure. Okay. Magical Whatever. things happen in John Hughes land. So they they do. They absolutely do. What do you think about the part where they're so they're in the hotel, the second hotel, mm-hmm. and John Candy's in the car, and Steve Martin doesn't let him into the hotel, mm-hmm. and they finally lets him in, and they're talking, and this is like the moment where you kind of realize something is up with John Candy and mm-hmm. his wife, and they have that moment. So I never, I didn't figure it out. Well, I, I don't know if I figured it out. What did you think? Did you did you realize that his wife? Um, spoilers, everybody! In three, two, one, his wife died. Uh, yeah. eight years ago so didn't figure it out and that's okay. actually a question i have towards the ending where like what steve martin has that aha moment where he figures it out and i'm like how did he figure it out because even like when they retrace the things that dell said during 
the movie like it still didn't to me like lean itself towards you know other than saying i haven't been home in years yeah like and he plays it off like oh i just meant like i haven't been home in a while right he's a traveling salesman so you know i'm, I'm out selling shower rings i didn't figure it out honestly i think that that aha moment is it's still plays like it's you know where steve Martin's like oh shit okay i get it like, <laughs> this is why this guy's so clingy this is why the guy you know wants company he's alone right. on thanksgiving that uh that like um I don't know the 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 lost soul is like such a prominent like trope in all Thanksgiving movies. I mean, we did Son-in-Law last year, and you know he was left, and that's why he and she gets you know invites him over to the family. This it happened in Home for the Holidays. You know, the heating guy had nobody. Like it's very much like very prominent in in these Thanksgiving films. Yeah, that's don't true. leave you anybody know, without. <laughs> you know what I think these Thanksgiving movies need is that because you know these Christmas Heart. holiday movies. Well, that's they have some heart. This one had heart, but I think Christmas has Christmas music. Thanksgiving doesn't have its mm. own music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. maybe if we had Thanksgiving music, maybe it could spice up these movies a little bit. I feel like you're unturning a, a million dollar idea. Are there, is there Thanksgiving music? No. Where's that no. Rebecca Black girl? She made a Friday song. She probably made a Thanksgiving song. Friday, right? Friday, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going, we're going up tangent here. Um, okay, let's go to the F F bomb scene. Okay. So this is why this movie got the R rating, as we talked about in the beginning. Um, so he Neil Page, Steve Martin, is at the car rental place and he's going back to the car rental place because his car is in there, and so he's he's pissed off and he just lays into this lady who isn't a couple of john hughes movies too the the desk lady Edie something i don't know her name yeah she's the principal's um assistant uh, assistant in ferris bueller Yeah. yeah and he drops i think it was 17 or 18 f bombs you count it yeah that's awesome 17 or 18 f bombs in that scene and that's why the movie got the R rating because of all those F bombs. Yep. So, and the only reason I feel like there's no nudity or anything else really violent in the movie. No, that was it. It was he wanted all these F bombs in there. I love that scene because she just like takes it, you know, and she would a couple times tells him, you know, that she thinks he's out of line. And then after all is said and done, she's like, you're fucked. Just, <laughs> I came out I, of nowhere. I was like, "Yeah, what? I was like, yes." Like, I that was one of the few times I think I was really like laughing out loud again. <laughs> okay, she's, she's fantastic. I love her. You want to go to the rating? Yeah, let, let's go to the uh, one thing before we get to that because the ending was um, another thing that for me just kind of fell off with the some points in the movie. I don't know if they're trying to be really like sentimental or comedic or it, it switches gears a lot for me and at the very end like the wife the wife is very steve martin's wife being included in this movie is just odd because instead of him just coming home to a happy wife like they have this like sexy thanksgiving montage where like he's like imagining being home and seeing her face and she it's just weird it felt weird to me like i don't know like what they were trying to convey there other than him wanting to get home and his wife really loving him but they just start playing the score and there's no real dialogue and he's just imagining the the truth like they show the turkey and they show the wife and like it just it felt odd to me but okay that i thought her facial expressions were a little 
kind of weird, but he wanted to get home. He wasn't home and she was probably worried and, right. and all that stuff. And, and then just calling back the scene where uh, Neil Page, Steve Martin realizes the fact that, wait a minute, something's going on with, with Del Griffith. And he goes back and he's at this train station. He goes, Hey, what, what are you doing here, Del? He goes, my wife has been, you know, she's been dead for eight years. That's the aha moment. Sure. And so it, man, I loved it. I love that heart. This is, this is what home for the holidays was missing. <laughs> I found the heart in this. And, and I like, you know, Steve Martin takes him back to his house, which, which I want to ask. So if John Candy, Del Griffith was on the, where was he going in the first place? If he was on the plane, he said he was homeless. Where was he going? Is he just yeah, looking for somebody? I, I took the, like, I haven't been home or, like, I don't have a home as, like, my wife's gone. And, like, for me, my home is gone because she's gone. And so I assume, you know, the guy's got a home. But, okay. I mean, I guess they did say he's just always on the road and he doesn't. But I, I, I don't know. I felt like I just took it as, like, he doesn't feel like it's home anymore because his wife's not there. Sure. Okay. That's a good way but, to think. Yeah, I was just kind of doing... Wrong. Where where was he going? He's on the plane, doesn't have a home. So where is he going? Maybe so he just was he go befriends strangers all year long and it, follows them, which could be yeah. a whole horror story in itself. You know, yeah, but it's not a horror Real story. Killer. There's no? there's a heart in this. Planes, no, trains, don't, and don't, automobiles. Don't, don't taint you're an idiot. Don't taint this. <laughs> don't taint it. And then he, you know, he takes them home with him to meet his family. And like part of me wants to think, okay, this is this is where he becomes Uncle Buck. You know, oh, yeah. after stays this. in stays in he Chicago stays in and, yeah. yeah it so works it works and I, I loved it even though I still don't know why he was in the plane I love the heart I love the fact that this guy is just you know he's just looking for a true friend and he just happens to find it in this guy who doesn't like him and they somehow connect and you can tell that you know Steve Martin misses him he's thinking about his family then he's thinking of the whole time that he's been with Del Griffith. So it was such a good, good heart buddy movie. I like that. I really did. Yeah. Let's give so, it a rating then. Let's do it. Rating time. What are we rating it? Uh, I think we decided because, you know, we've got Del the Great shower ring curtain, you know, shower curtain ring, whatever you want to call it, salesman. Uh, we're going with shower rings. Shower, shower curtain, ring, curtain rings. Shower curtain rings. That's what yeah. we're doing. The okay. Things we all use, but you know, really don't give a damn about. <laughs> all right. So shower curtain rings. One shower curtain ring being this awful Thanksgiving movie that I hope we don't think it is. And five shower curtain rings being this wonderful Thanksgiving holiday classic. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first this time. Go ahead. Hey, um, this is gonna sound like I I don't like the movie based on my rating. Um, I was a little disappointed upon rewatching it. I didn't think it was as funny as I recalled it to be. Um, not my favorite John Hughes movie. I think that he's better suited in that like teenage coming, you know, coming to age story. Um, Steve Martin is just too mean for me here. And I think we've covered a couple of movies where people are just kind of dicks and it takes away from the movie. And for me, that was tough some of the times because Dell just never deserved it. It's like, it's like, <laughs> picking on somebody just because you are an asshole. And um, for that, it, it knocked down a little bit. The weird montages, the the car thing, like just some of the like eh, unbelievable like parts of the movie. Two and a half. I'm gonna wow. okay. two and a half shower curtain rings. Shower curtain rings. It's a really hard one we picked to say, but. Yeah. Okay, two and a half. So you don't like movies 
where people are being bullies. You just you don't <laughs> like you don't like dicks in your movies, basically, right? Yeah, don't be a okay. dick. That's okay. the, the moral of the story during Thanksgiving. Because you didn't like Scrooge, and he was a jerk in that. You 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 that Scrooge no, went down for you. No, I think you were lower on Scrooge than I was. No, I, I, no, you were lower on Scrooge. Did I, was it because he was a dick? Was this? Because it was a dick. This yeah. I have a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. But there's a redeeming quality to everybody. There's hmm. a redeeming quality. I'd understand if they just did just stay that way forever, but there's a redeeming quality that you need to find grace for, Christopher. And he redeems himself in the very end of the movie. So <laughs> yeah. you're not you're not wrong. He does redeem himself the very end of the movie when he finally figures out, oh, this guy had been berating this whole time. Well, now I feel <laughs> bad because his wife's dead. Yeah. So. So. There you Give go. me your read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I I really enjoy this movie. This is my first time watching it. And for me, it's hard to like a movie uh, from the 80s that I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. But this was a good one. I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't mind the 80s theme and the synthesizers and the background music because that's the time. That's how it was. Sure. And, and you cannot go wrong with John Candy and Steve Martin. You can't. John Candy is just a likable guy. And again, I'm putting this guy in our Mount Rushmore. So for me, this movie had heart. I loved it. I'd probably say one of my, if not the best Thanksgiving movie I've seen, considering mm. there's not that many. I'm going to say three and a half shower curtain rings for me. I really enjoyed this movie and I would like, I would, would watch it again. I recommend it. Just remember this is the 80s. It's a different time back then and just enjoy the ride because there's, it's an adventure and there's heart and I like when there's heart in my movies. Yeah. Three and a half. Three and a half. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Can't argue. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Son-in-Law is still probably my favorite Thanksgiving movie. Okay. But, yeah. but this is, you know, it's a classic. Everyone, like you said, can't go wrong with Steve Martin. Everyone loves Steve Martin and John Kenny. So yeah, yeah. It's it's worth the watch. John Hughes yeah. knows what he's doing when it comes to comedy too. So yeah. So rest in peace, John Hughes, and rest in peace, John, John Candy. Candy. Yeah. And stay yeah. tuned for like our deep cuts, you know, second dive into John Hughes, where we tell you that John Kenny somehow was the same character in all John Hughes movies. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. give you that whole character arc too. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be ready for stuff. It. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hopefully everybody has a happy holidays, Thanksgiving, yes. stuff yes. your face with whatever makes you happy on Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next time in FYC Film Review. I've been your yeah. host, Gagne. Ronaldo. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and happy holidays. So see you next time. Until next time. Bye.